Can you believe in a finite object possessing infinite power? Or that a mineral can be proclaimed the medicine of the 21st century? Or that the power of nature can win over the ignorance of man? If you can, you will know why our mission is to get Shungite to the masses. You are entering the Shungite zone. This is the Shungite radio show produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. And welcome to Shungite Reality. It's August 22nd, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condon, Mark Joseph, Walt Silva, and Jalissa Condon is going to be here. I don't know if she's up yet. Hello, um, everybody. Hello. Good to see you, by the way. She is? Yep. Hello. Oh. I'm here. <laughs> good, good, good. Okay, I'm going to turn it over to you uh, there, Derek. Um, why, well, I'll just say, Derek, say hi. Jalissa, say hi. Walt, <laughs> say hi. Mark, Good say morning, hi. everybody. Hello. Good morning. Happy to be here. Morning, everybody. Hey. Walter, are you still there? Sorry, I was muted. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Thank you for having what me. One out of five wasn't bad. <laughs> What's that show, Nancy, um, that... The oh geez, the Waltons or something where they were it wasn't the Brady Bunch that show where they would go through every person. The Waltons. The Waltons. Uh, we're, we got so many on our podcast. It's kind of like the Waltons. I was gonna say I, I vaguely remember that. Um, anyway, hey, yeah, <laughs> I remember taking like two or three minutes. It seemed like in the, and when I was that age, you know, times last forever. Then um, what what I do want to jump into, Nancy, just because I made a, I mean, initially. Because I made a post on Facebook yesterday was because we can talk about it now is that mystical wares was chosen to be on a TV show on Bloomberg TV um, called the world's greatest and when they say that they're talking about, they just see different companies and different um, sometimes individuals it varies um, and then they feature them and so and put them out there so they came here several months ago and we couldn't really talk about it until now because we couldn't preempt the production studio on the release of the episode. So evidently it's aired a couple times. And now that we know that, so that's why I went ahead and kind of got that image out there quickly yesterday. And I'll, I'll add a little bit to this too, that because it's Bloomberg TV, it's one of those pay for stations. So as of now, I don't see a place it can even be found. I haven't even viewed it. So I haven't seen it either. Um, How long is the episode? Yeah, good question. We're not sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we're, it's, so it, I, I've seen some of these shows. They have a couple of free versions, and there's a link on our website. It's, I don't know, world's greatest TV something or other dot com. Um, you know, you can search engine that. But it's the free episodes. What it is is they take, so there's maybe a half dozen of businesses, and we're one of them. They'll patch together. So generally, three or four minute spot. They were here for, I don't know, it was a, what, just one day filming, right? Yes. But yeah. then the build up to that. So and hours and hours of filming and, and footage. But yeah, it got all hacked down and they all do to just a few minutes. So it's not like it's a big 30 minute segment on us. Um, we have no idea what got put in there. So lots, several of us were interviewed in different places in the in the um, mystical wares. 
and then I was given a, a mock class where we brought in some some people some, to sit there and you know pretend like they're asking me questions and so we did all that kind of stuff but I don't know what actually made it so that's that's something we wanted to announce um, and then when we can if we can figure it out how to get a a link to actually view it I mean because that'd be kind of helpful it sounds uh, like a cable channel yeah, it's Bloomberg TV is in the, I don't know, I think they're bigger for like stock market and news and they got TV shows and stuff. And this is one of them that how to media is the production studios that, and I didn't know all this, I'm not into TV and stuff, um, built or puts together, produces the TV show World's Greatest. And again, there, there's 18 seasons in now, they've been doing it for years and years. I put some of this in the description, you know, Coca-Cola, all the big names were chosen when, throughout the seasons. Um, so, you know, we just, it was kind of an uh, interesting thing to go through here, having the... So did, did they, the, were you able to, uh, was this the, the feature solely focused on the store or were you able to discuss like woo-woo stuff or no, you, you can't go that way for that with them, I'm saying, I'm thinking. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and actually, you know what, we, um, it was, took us a long time to prepare for this. So I, it happened during the spring. I think it was around March when they came and actually uh, did the filming. And um, I'm not sure exactly the dates that it, the episode was released. But yes, they actually came in and it was about the store. But they really they did ask Derek like how he did sessions and um, what those consisted of. And he also put in. Uh, did, there was like a mock class uh, about Shungite. And so it did get into a lot of energy uh, stuff. But um, like he said, we're not sure exactly what was put or what ended up being aired in the show itself. So we'll see. We'll find out <laughs> how we, we got. Yeah, we're supposed to be given the the B footage, they're calling it. Um, we have access to all that. Some, that's one of those things at some point. So as soon as we get that link, um, I don't know, we got but. I mean, we're in the store every day. I can walk around my cell phone and take footage. So that wasn't really exciting for me. Well, um, somebody must carry the, the the channel, the Bloomberg TV. It, you know, one of the providers must have carry it, like Comcast. Uh, oh, I don't, I don't really know. To be, uh, I mean, there, there are so many carriers. Uh, you know, I have a Roku device, and there's so many carriers in there. It's like, wow, you you look, you I lose. Do, no, I, have it on, I have it on Comcast. Oh, there you go. I don't know if it's paid or not because I've never clicked on it. Oh, but it's it is three forty-one for those that are interested. It's what episode number three four one three forty-one. Okay. Like I said, aired. I didn't. I didn't get the uh, the notification for some reason, but evidently it aired. I don't I can't say live, but it wasn't like a recorded. So how were they? Well, it was recorded, but. Back in June, I think. It was June a couple times, is what they said. So, meaning, I don't know that it's on on-demand thing. It was played on the air, the recording of it, but I don't know from there. So, we'll have to see, check on our internet provider and see if we have a Bloomberg um, app on our TV. And I'm sure there's probably a charge from there, maybe. I don't know. 
but we'll look and see. I mean, I'd like to see the thing. I mean, yeah, we just found out like yesterday. Yeah, this is all new. So, so this is, we're yeah. still looking into it. So Derek has to take like a couple of tranquilizers because he hates his voice. So I don't know if he hates his face too. So I don't know. <laughs> uh, yes, and I'm probably not the only one, by the way. And yeah, no, I do not sit there and stare in the mirror. I look up and all of a sudden I've aged five more years. That's about as often as I stare at myself. <laughs> oh, wow. I have a, yeah, and I have a shaved head. So I'm not like I'm doing my, because I don't have much hair up there anyway. Um, I'm not a shy guy. So I keep it shaved from, you know, military days and correctional officer days. So long story short, I don't have to sit there and, you know, do all that. Like, you know, so it's more so looking down when I'm in there. But anyway, we're talking, uh, anything else on the Bloomberg or uh, World's Greatest Thing? Um, there's not much to really tell you about that. It's, no, it was really exciting, though, and thank you to everybody that was able to come out and help support us and be a part of the filming process because, yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. It, so we're not really sure, like we said, what ended up, um, what's on the actual show itself, but we did get to have um, some family and friends here. Yeah, part of it. yeah, we appreciate all of them showing up, and that was it worked out great. Um, well, how many of them showed up? I mean, what, what, how many people were there filming? 15 maybe uh out of uh friends and customers yeah, ones, about yeah. 15 yeah it was well, uh, oh. i'm talking about i'm talking about the people that were filming it the no they had one videographer come in and he got to this small this is a relatively small place so it's not like it's coca-cola plant um so it was just one one i think it was called so videographer really nice guy too come in with his high speed equipment I don't know that he ever got the drone out. They were talking about getting a drone. Oh, that's right. Maybe he did after we left. But no, just one one person film crew is what it was. Um, and then the rest was people behind the scenes, uh, admins. I don't know what they're doing. They're side and the producers, of course, and uh, chit-chatting with us. And we met him that day. They were here for... Again, I think it was just a one day of filming, so, I don't know, eight hours Yeah, or about eight hours, but I think yeah. we, um, because we go so fast, and he was yeah. very, um, you know, efficient as well, it went by really quickly, so I yeah. definitely naughty. We didn't take advantage of the whole eight hours because we went through it fast. Yeah, I do remember going really quickly. He was just taking <laughs> some other footage. Again, we'll get some of that footage, uh, but it's it's Mystical Wares and me. I mean, come on, you've all heard me and seen Mystical Wares, so. I don't know what we'll really do with that. Um, I don't know, but I can't wait to see it. And can't wait for all of you to see it. So that, I don't know if you have any questions on that, Nancy, but I just wanted to let people know, because I know some people saw the posting I did, and then some of them were like, even saying, you know, how do we watch it? I'm like, good question. <laughs> I haven't seen it either. Well, uh, did they uh, ask you about the Sasquatch? <laughs> uh, I don't. Were you, in, you filming me in the office? Oh, I... I think it was just he and I. Because yeah. it was supposed to be a bigger crew with lighting, blah, 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 all the big stuff you think about. That got chopped down when we all started talking to one of the, I don't know, one of the people on their end about the room in here to go and the sizing. There's just not room for that. So literally, he'd have to walk around and do all kinds of, like, you know, panning shots and barely room for that. So what I'm saying is, even here in, in our office, I think it was just he and I. I don't... I, you know me when he says talk who the heck knows what's going to come out so and who knows what's going to get on the air yeah <laughs> we're not sure <laughs> yeah i don't really know but i'll let you that's when i when we get that b footage that hopefully we get here i'll i'll say within the week um well i'll just look through it because no and well actually back to your actual comment no i have a mute button 
So I don't have to. I'll just mute that sucker and then, yeah, you're right. I have and to see I'll myself. And then I'll watch though. it and Yeah, you'll have to get Julissa then. Yeah, I don't, I don't even look at pictures of myself, so. Julissa can sit next to you and tell you what you were saying. Yep. <laughs> or no, or no, don't tell me. If it's, <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm, I have a question. I'm looking at the Bloomberg TV website and I, and I posted a, a episode 341, you said? Or was it? Yeah, 341. I'm trying to get there now myself, so I'll be there. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but I don't know why they don't. There's nothing going. It's a by horrible that. website. So anybody listening to this, it's <laughs> what Walt's doing. Don't waste your time. The website for the world's greatest is, it's it's talking about all the big names they went through there from looks like NASCAR and blah blah blah, and they don't even give you a full breakdown of who's in this season or even this episode. It'll say episode three forty one in my case. And not even tell you mystical wares or cosmic realities in it. And so it's, I don't know if that's them trying to chum and get you to go to the pay for the back end version. But what you will see that Walt's also seeing is the free featured ones where they do let you watch a half dozen or so. And that's what I was talking about you guys before the podcast and I'm going to kind of push for. So we'll see. And I have no say in anything, of course. But I would like it to be released as the free episodes. So then it actually gets seen. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, I know. Again, we haven't seen it ourselves, and I've clicked on every button you can click on there, and you can look around. A few of these you can find that somebody's re-uploaded them on YouTube or Internet Movie Database, here, there, and wherever, but I haven't seen ours because it is also this season, so it's just got released, so I don't really know. Also, oh, it could be a timing issue that... Uh, it could be. Too, yeah, but even that, they don't... Yeah, no matter what, they're not uploading even last season's episodes, so... I'm not holding my breath that it's going to all of a sudden appear online outside of paying for their service. But again, I'm going to push for that. Mm. But yeah, the website, and again, you whatever, the Budweiser. Yeah, they're just showing probably the bigger brands on their free episodes. So, but anyway. And they came to you, didn't they? Yeah, we were approached by them. There was a whole process of getting chosen. And then when they, somebody, well, how did they, so they go had, ahead. Um, someone that works for their company somehow came that. across us uh shungite and had bought i think some shungite from us and they're just really um blown away by everything that derek's been doing with the shungite beehives and just gave it to their producers like oh what about this company because she had heard it from somewhere else and yeah and then they showed up there he sent us an email we're like is this real is this legit so i had to have a chat with a producer i forgot about the whole part she just told you i'd have a chat with the producer to see if um you know, like it even, you know, if I was legit or something, you know, checking that out. And then they went out and checked out as far from their perspective, everybody else who was um, talking about or explaining Shungite, uh, that I don't know how they had their selection process, but they went out and checked with them. And long story short, at the end of the day, I guess I was the one and chosen. Then it went from there as far as, and this drug on for many, many months that we couldn't talk about. So on a lot of podcasts last year, I guess. I guess, it, and, and beginning of this year, um, I would make comments about, well, I can't talk about that, this, that, and I'm waiting. So some vague comments here and there, I'd usually, you know, mistakenly drop, but not say the word. And this is all what we were talking about. Or maybe I wasn't here for a podcast sometimes because I was prepping for this. Um, we had to build a whole 20 foot by 40 foot tent in the back because it, we're in Washington. It rains a lot here, so we had to prep for that. Um, and put that out, a canopy tent, I don't know what else it would be called, mm-hmm. but out back for the uh, the seconds, the, 
the people that were here helping us out just so they had a place to go because there wasn't room in mystical wares hence the small film crew um so that was prepping and buying that kind of stuff and setting it up and then food you know it's a, a lot to do not to mention months of everybody here just honing mystical wares look and feel you know if a picture was hanging crooked we moved it or something just looked off or you know we it was gonna get filmed we knew that so we paid a lot of attention to that so and we didn't take it lightly yeah a lot of rearranging and um yeah just honing in the areas of the store and and exploding the shungai area and we should get some more images of that um and Jalissa was even doing more of that yesterday. We were always refining that, be it, you know, a bigger sign or more info or this, that, and the other. And it's large in here now. So we want to make sure that. And the Shungai Beehive was, you know, front and center. Again, we don't know what the heck's, well, a lot of this, they interviewed me right standing by the Shungai stuff. So it's going to be in there. Mm-hmm. So, well, it was all about Shungai. So that, that I, I would think I could say, I guarantee it's going to be in there. Part of our, where we have just, I don't know, a hundred or so different, variants of shungai from stickers to carvings to bowling ball sizes um so a lot of that'll be out there so it was all shungai then i don't know nancy do you have any questions on it or mark or walt i don't know if there's much really to ask that was more of just an announcement thing um before we jump in to the shungai We'll say slash diamond and everybody's gonna wonder what i'm talking about we'll get walt heading that one up but i do want to see if Jalissa and i can whittle together a little you know story or snippet of the compassionate viking if you want to start with that and how yeah so um and who i'm even talking about so just a couple of days ago i think it's been like two days now uh it was yesterday like, was it yesterday yeah <laughs> yesterday with the whirlwind of other stuff happening um Gosh, what's today, Tuesday? So it must have been Sunday. It had to be Sunday then. Sunday. We, like, our first customers of the day was a couple, and um, we had our employee at the front desk, and he came in like, wanting some crystals. Like, oh, you came to the right place. And then she, like, showed him where the Polish Rock area was. And then he's like, oh, what about Shungite? And, like, Derek and I, we overheard him ask about Shungite. And, you know, usually when somebody is coming and asking for that, like they're um, already know Derek, have heard of him or like coming, somebody sent him, them to like speak to Derek about Shungite. So it's like, oh, Shungite question. So, you know, I went out there because Derek was in the middle of something. And so I go and like ask him like, oh, so I heard you're asking about Shungite. And he's like, yeah, I heard about it on a podcast and the way he had said it, it's like when people talk about hearing about Shanghai on podcasts, it's usually they've heard Derek speaking about it. And, but the way he said it, like he had no clue who Derek was. So I was like, Oh, what podcast was that? And he told me it was called the compassionate Viking. And I was like, Oh, okay. I've never heard of that before. And he said it was the compassionate Viking had a guest on that show that he was listening to and um, there's a, a woman talking about Shungai and how she had come to our store and that's like a, just about all that he had given me. They're like in a hurry so they don't take very much time and grabbed a couple of Shungai things and a couple of Organite devices because he was going to be making I guess some Organite himself and wanted to you know look at some of ours and so it's like oh, okay well it's nice to meet you and um, they're going to be back again of course but then um, 
after he had told me that, like, oh, like that day was just like busy. We had other things that we were needing to do, but for some reason I was just like urged that I needed to look up this compassionate biking. So I go into the office, look him up, and I was like, oh, I think this is somebody that Derek might want to try to get in touch with and maybe be a guest on his show. So I quickly sent him an email um, with a little short bio of Derek to see about getting Derek on as a guest. And uh, Derek ended up leaving, um, and I wasn't expecting him to be back until later because you had, oh, it must have been. What's that? You had a meeting or something that day so i wasn't expecting you until later so derek was gone and then here comes a family uh, about to come into the store and i was like that looks like the compassionate biking because i had looked him up online and saw his pictures and i was like so he comes in through the doors i'm like i think i just sent you an email and he's like yeah we're on our way here and we get an email from you and it was (laughs) unexpected and he was just like really excited about all the synchronicities so um yeah uh, and his mom saying she had to have a crystal and doesn't collect crystals right so they his mom had invited him like that morning or maybe the day before and said that she wanted to go to a crystal store and asked if he wanted to go and he was like okay sure yeah that sounds like fun um, but his mom has never had crystals or has never really been drawn to it. So it was just randomly out of the blue, asked her son if he wanted to go. And so the whole family came to the store. And while they're on their way is when I sent him an email. Um, but a few of his, like, as I, before I sent the email, when I was looking him up, um, some of his podcasts and the way he was speaking, I was like, oh, that's how Derek speaks, like about the um, 90% being metaphysical, 10% physical. And um, so it was really uh, great, but then I was like, you know what, Derek's actually on his way, and I wasn't expecting him to be in until like a couple hours later, so I thought that they were going to miss each other, but then Derek, he, when you were gone, you even said that you just found yourself coming back and you weren't sure why because he had other things he needed to do, so like perfect timing with everything. Yeah, it was really, really interesting meeting a uh, really aware individual, great guy. Um, and we're gonna we're gonna stay in touch definitely. Um, we'll probably talk about that much more in the future. But it was yeah, all the synchronicities that laid out with so many people. What well, minimum four people involved? All, and that's why I want to talk about this. So all of us had to pay attention to our intuition, our gut instincts, um, that random thought in your head for all of this to line up this way. And there's my ear ringing now. Um, so that was that was really cool from my perspective that it wasn't you know it wasn't well here I am talking about me again the intuition thing blah 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 nah this is a, how many moving parts were there um, and I was the one furthest removed so that was that was really cool to see how it all laid and then everybody had the aha moment too um, realizing pain you know that they had done that so that was just really cool to see um so and then when I get into these little spiels like that it's always so that all of Everybody listening knows that this happens to you too, of course. It's just, you know, noticing the moment. They definitely happen. And then when you, the more you notice them, the synchronicities or find the breadcrumbs, the more they happen. Because then all of a sudden you and your guys are going to throw a whole damn loaf of bread out there and you're going to be stumble over pieces of bread, no breadcrumbs. It's going to be stupid obvious, um, if that made sense. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and it just like, it all happened very quickly too, because it was in a short period of time. And I know why you're coming back and it was definitely Sunday because you had the class with Lola. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was on Sunday, Derek. Um, he had a 
um, the spirit guides and animal totems uh, yeah. for Q and A. Yeah, yeah, with with Lois Singer. Um, well, let, let, me, let me just put this out there. It seems like the person who was most critical in everything was the mother. Because if she had, and, and she, because she's sort of the odd one out, the other people are sort of on the same frequency. She must be too, but she didn't. She had never gotten any crystals or anything, and yet she, she wants to do this and sets this whole thing up. My question to you guys is, what was her experience in 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 mystical wares? Because she'd never been there. Was she odd or was she just sort of like, well, I was, you know, I got you here. <laughs> she was in awe. She was just like, wow, look at all, like everything that they have and all the, all the different rocks and crystals. So she was just amazed by like the beauty of it. But she did find it like strange how just suddenly she had an urge to buy a crystal or she wanted to go to a crystal store. And, and then she wanted to invite her son along. And we so, just happened to be talking about her son. And yeah, yeah, I mean, so, all of it. Well, yeah. she, I chatted with her, but she was, she was great. Um, but I wasn't there the because I came rolling in, I don't know how many minutes later. So after they were there for a little while. It wasn't that long at okay. all. It was like maybe, probably not even 10 minutes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, this is a big place. It's To be honest, it's hard not to go, oh, my gosh, you're having a wow. And, you know, almost everybody stops at the, I'll just say, the, the entrance to the back room, which is 5,000 square feet itself. So it's a big area. So it's kind of a... And then you get blasted with the energy, and then there's, I don't know, I mean, hundreds, if not thousands of pounds of shungites. Well, I know there's thousands behind that wall, but I mean, on the floor. So anyway, yeah, it's it's hard not to, to you know, pause for a moment. And it, yeah, go ahead. Oh, um, if the customer, the first customer that had, when I said the he had heard about, about the podcast, yeah. um, if he had not come in, I think so. The compassionate Viking, his name is Tyler. Um, I don't. I think Tyler would have come in as a customer and probably not. He wouldn't have introduced himself or had asked. Or You're right. Like we moved too quickly yes. over that customer who I never got eyes on. Mm-hmm. Um, I in passing because there's lots of areas around here. I did hear a voice and heard back there chat with somebody. Jalissa chat with somebody. He was that person, the podcast listener, the customer, who I guess you say moved quickly. Um, no, that another a huge. Key. Okay, that's five right now that I kind of of us that all had to say or do something or listen to ourselves mm-hmm. to make that happen. And then, by the way, when Tyler and I were chatting, um, <laughs> it's and he's I probably got twenty years on him on age. So he, he but we're in alignment. He does all the same stuff, and I won't get into all of that. But one thing I will point out. He even went to the same commercial deep sea diving school as I did. Of course, difference in years there, but he's became a commercial deep sea diver down in Louisiana. I know a lot of you don't know, but been there, done that. So then we went on, we chatted in here for I don't know how long, but those synchronicities or alignments just kept just falling out like it was just, you know, make believe. <laughs> um, yeah, he's just a fantastic individual. I'm going to have to go on a listening spree on his podcast as well um, and just listen there. But yeah, it was very, and that's why we're bringing it up again. Because of how we all had, to, and it was none of this was lost on him. He was totally aware of it all on multiple levels, so that's really cool too. Um, so, not just two individuals. It was again, well, five, and I'm probably forgetting somebody anyway. Because um, they had to again pay attention for this to happen. So, and we're gonna have. Um, I think we're recording tomorrow. Yep, so tomorrow. yeah, we're gonna, I don't know when it's gonna get published. We'll we'll let you know, and I'll chat with him. 
but I'll be on his podcast tomorrow. We're going to record here in the office. Um, and then see where it goes from there. Yeah, right? it was funny because the email I sent, you know, I have to, whenever I'm reaching out to like another podcaster, I have to figure out like what part of Derek to share or if it, is it just Shungai or is it the Shungai beehives or is it the woo-woo? And for, usually I don't input like the military or his, or the um, dive part of his bio in there. And so for when I emailed um Tyler, I put in the military part and your diving information in there. And when he came in, he was like, I went to, that was me. I went to this dive school. I was in Louisiana. And I was like, oh, how interesting to meet other youths. <laughs> and so, yeah, yeah that's fun. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you have any questions any of that, Nancy Walter. Energetically, okay, you've, you've had very similar life experiences. Energetically, you, you felt, I'm assuming, very comfortable with him. Um, when you were watching them, Julissa, did you feel like they were twinner energy fields? <laughs> or did you see distinct, unique in individuals who just shared a few, you uh, know? No, there is more similarities than that. So, um, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, and yeah, similar vehicles. Um, yeah, and which goes through similar experiences and um perceive things similarly if that makes sense i'm walking around a lot of things here um but oh yeah so i know i'm chiming in when she was asking you but oh yeah it was very very uh capable individual i'll say um coming into his own so that's really cool to see yeah and he had heard of shungai because we asked him this but he hadn't really um got too into it yet so i think he from past guests on his show. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, they, and they all walked out with uh, Cosmic Silver Shungai bracelets and whatever else. I don't know. I didn't look through all their stuff. But they all, I know they all have those. So, oh, yeah. They were very open to all of it. And it was just a great experience. Um, the whole family was awesome. He has kids with him as well. Um, and his wife was with him as well. Um, so that was, it was cool. And you're going to have an interview on his podcast tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's live. I think we're just going to record it in here. But yes, yeah, so I'll be on, again, the Compassionate Viking podcast. It's on, pick your podcast platform. I'm sure he's on most of them. I think I definitely saw him on Apple. Um, so he's around. He's out there. You can find him. Um, and in, in all kinds of, we chatted. So I'm out here living in the Cascade Mountains, of course. Um, well, out just outside of him now. But so hiking, climbing mountains, foraging, um, all that survival stuff. That's That's me as well. So that's just some of the stuff I skimmed through quickly, but we're all into the same stuff um, and other trainings as well. So it was really, really cool to see. So yeah, we're definitely gonna be staying in touch. Um, but that's why I wanted to bring that up just because of, again, all the unusual synchronicities and so many. So, so he also spoke about Sasquatch? What did we do about it? I'm trying to wonder because we went so fast. Basically him and I stepped aside, came in our office here and chatted alone for, for probably too long i don't even know how long but quite a while a lot of stuff came up i don't know if we chatted about sasquatch or not to be honest um he's definitely i think we did i don't remember specifically because again we go so fast um oh no he's very aware of all that stuff and if not i'm about to guarantee you we'll be chatting about it tomorrow and then i'll release um whenever he gets it out there links to and stuff probably on our website and everything and let everybody knows so you can hear it we try and get most of those and that's i'll add this on 
on the mysticalwares.com website, we've expanded the interviews and podcast page with other stuff in there. Uh, all the pages again, even as I mentioned before show off air, there's another dozen or so studies since last week on the Shanghai science page. But does he himself uh, own pieces of Shanghai or jewelry or something? He definitely or, does now. Oh, okay. So, so now you pay attention to the changes. Because if this is the, his first exposure to Shanghai, he cannot help but f begin to experience changes oh. in, in, in his lifestyle because the energy is going to re rewire everything in him. <laughs> oh, 100% will. I, I, I don't even know. I mean, it's every day we talk to people. There's some ladies yesterday I talked to. Again, I always have to watch what I say because I don't have like their, their thumbs up to even talk about it so much. So other family members that have this, that, or the other ailment. And again, I'm not saying it because I don't know. I'm just, again, trying to be vague. Um, that are aware, and, and I get the stories all the time, so it's Jalissa and others, about how it's affected them from this nervous system issue to this, um, you know, genetic disease, which is not accurate, by the way, um, and how it's affected them. This one, oh, this was an ep epileptic issue, I'll just say, that is going to be, you know, affected with the Shungite. And then we talk about the Shungite rubber and how that can be used, and you know, I don't want to get into all that right now, but... No, it's just every day there's something going on. It's, it's always when we're out there, like if it's meant to be talking to anything, then I'm just happening to be walking from A to B where they're going to stumble in front of me or see me or, you know, or you're just a guy I want to ask this about. And, you know, it's always lined up that way. Their guides aren't fools. They get either me and or the other player in this, the other person, to be in just the right spot at the right time, no matter what sort of thing. Um, so and that's nonstop. Yeah. Um, and so Tyler, he said that, he told Derek he was actually here several months ago. So, and that was his first time. So this was his second time in. So that's why I'm like, I think that had the, um, his listener not had mentioned it, had we not have that conversation, I think Tyler may have just come in as a regular customer again and not, um, you know, asked to have Derek as a guest. Cause I'm not sure he knew to do that or. No, I had no yeah. idea who I am. We don't, paste my you know name and all that out in the story you gotta you know you see me on the website let's go to the about us page um and that's where i just expanded my bio a little bit in there on the about us page um where it says so you, you mean you haven't had a whole set of set of buttons to put on your lapel you know <laughs> derek you know this is derek oh, pay attention i would freak out of those people that put their faces <laughs> on the side of their vehicles and vans i know i'm dissing them so if somebody listening does that you know you know i'm I'm glad you're able to do that but i would be freaked out if i saw me anywhere maybe i should do that oh my gosh no i'm <laughs> getting i'm getting anxious right now thinking about seeing that i'm like oh my god <laughs> no it's that's that is so in innate is in i'm not sure how to word that but so in me not to want to be out there I mean, that's, you remember, it was the first podcast, I think it was Mona's show, um, The Feral Hippie, and oh my, people, oh, I had to pause because I was having stomach issues. I was so nervous. It was, or pause, mute. Um, oh, it was crazy. And it went off from there. So I'm not comfortable at all doing these TV things or doing, po even these podcasts here. I'm uncomfortable as heck. It's just, but I pushed through it. So, so you can handle perps but you can't handle a, a, a silly show yes <laughs> oh to put me back as an officer in the prison experience. i got no problem there or anywhere else it's uh, no because then i'm just a you know a, a co is what we were called or so I, I can't imagine you as a high schooler that means that none of the girls knew you how do, how do you get married <laughs> yeah well 
I was known, but probably not for the right reasons. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll say I forgot all of that. <laughs> Different life. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I've been like 10 lives stacked in here. It's uh, one year in my life. And I'm not even exaggerating. It's like, I don't even know. It's crazy. It seems like multiple years, years cramped. I'm sure everybody feels that way. Um, but it's definitely unusual. Was there anything else we wanted to bring up about any of that stuff? Otherwise, we're only part way through and we can jump into the. Did you have some? Well, I don't know how to mention that other not so good story because it's like what you're just saying, Walt, about how oh. is Derek able to do what he did, like when he was a, a correctional <laughs> officer, and he, you know, he's a big protector and um, is able to put people in line, keep them in check. Um, just be so, vague about the specifics, and you can talk about it. A, so we had a not good incident happen. Gosh, not even a week ago. I feel like. I don't even. Our, uh, no joke. Our days were like only a few days ago, actually. Mm-hmm. And um, I can yeah, start just, in if you want. Yeah, you. Okay. Because that we all know where she's not sure what to say. And not. A long story short, out as a family in a public area, um, at a local lake. And Nancy, you know what I'm talking about. Do we? Oh, the you posted it on Facebook. Uh, oh, yes, and uh, we've did, since yeah. deleted it because we didn't want to hold on to that energy. Yeah. So, uh, um, yeah. So, an individual out there, basically, we were seeing his family. It was noticed that he was doing something he shouldn't have been doing. Um, was he by himself or with a group? Well, of people? that's yeah. So that At that moment, story. yeah. <laughs> so. A bad guy doing a bad thing out in public where families and children are involved. And um, it was, I asked Derek, I was like, man, how did that even happen? And it's like the way Derek had his back. So I was the one that like had a straight shot, straight view. Um, but if Derek had been sitting next to me where- Let, me, let me just put it this way. He was touching himself inappropriately. Okay, that was, okay. there we go. So, um, but where we're at, we're sitting down eating, and Derek was um, had his back to this person, and I had a straight shot view. And I was like, I didn't even have to say anything. I was just like, Derek, and I, you know, covered my kid's eyes, and he just turned and went and took care of it, and you know, got escorted the guy out. Um, but the, how it happened, I was like, how would that have even happened? I'm like, oh. He didn't, if Derek was facing the other way, Derek, you know, he's just so, I don't know, his energy, he stands out. It's hard not to see Derek. And I was like, if Derek was sitting next to me facing that direction, it probably wouldn't have even happened. But I was like, I guess it had to happen so that something worse. Yeah, somebody, and somebody asked me who knew about this. They're saying, well, and she actually used the word, you know, you should, you're so energetic or whatever, you know, you should be like Teflon. I'm like, and I laugh. I'm like, oh, no, it's just the opposite. Because I'll put it this way, they know that I don't have it in me, I'll just say they, to not deal with what needs to be dealt with. And I've got the background, so ready, willing, and able to do it, whatever happens. So then, uh, now I'll go a little woo-woo. This guy's, I'm not going to call him guides, attachments, um, you know, encourage him to do that because they know, remember, I'm not sitting there invisible to them. And they know what me, what this guy's going to deal with and do so, so that it doesn't turn into a bigger thing. So long story short, they wanted him caught and nobody else was going to call him on this. That's for sure there. Um, before he did something bigger down the road. Now I'm going to kind of, you know, 
step around stuff right here because I took a look at that situation later as well on the potential. Now, on it. Was but he was he over obviously and openly exposing himself, or he, was he trying to be like a very subtle and so that yeah, he was noticing or what? Yeah, he was trying to be subtle. He had a a shirt wrapped around his waist because I came up the instant I was uh, alerted to him, turned around, and the guy wasn't, I don't know, ten feet from me. So that, and then just think a bunch of park benches were off on the far end of it, and all the families and kids were playing in the water where he was facing, and then but he had a shirt wrapped around kind of thing. So I step stand up, first glance, remember worked with those individuals. I'll put it that way. In the prison system so they kind of stand out not just because what he was doing saw what was happening beeline straight for him and dealt with him from there um and then so, you would, go ahead so it, it's it what you're describing it's he was a a pet a, a pedo he was targeting the children he didn't want oh, to see but he was targeting the children <clears throat> i gotta think legally here what we can and can't say about what we figured out so yes is the answer to that one um and there's and we called and reported him, so it's not like it. Um, oh, I got him a video. He actually apologized on video, and I'm not sharing that either for a lot of reasons, legal reasons. Um, but I actually, we caught him down the road, and you can let me know if I move too fast on some of this. Um, well, 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 wait a minute. No, you didn't catch him down the other. Uh, the, you ran into him again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Were, so Nancy, well, you tell we, it. We, we were led we, back to the situation. That's okay. So, okay. yeah, yeah. We were upset that... We didn't have our phones out like it happened so quickly i had my phone put away we're sitting down eating we're actually um going to be getting ready to leave after eating um because i was on a time limit to get back into town um but you know we're just like oh too bad like if anything ever happens like you know make sure to get your phone out or try to you know get a picture but i was like you know i was taking care of the kids knew my phone was put away just like Derek, you know go take care of this and you know, made sure he was escorted out. And then we went to the park ranger. And then like, so we had left where we we're at and it took maybe 10 minutes for us to leave, like actually pack up and leave mm -hmm. and go to the park ranger. And then- I um, gave him a description and all that. And then we, um, as we're leaving, we saw them parked and I'm like, oh, well, do we, you know, take pictures of the plates? Do we, you know, what is it that, what more can we do to make sure that this guy's reported and you know have the authority i guess authorities deal with him yeah that's and we're we are and we have some of it we have to leave out but yeah we did that so i got him and i had then on this next encounter because even back on the first encounter what well, you had asked if he was alone he was alone at that moment but after i confronted him and i because there was there was over 100 some people there was a lot of people family kids again just having fun so i'm like it took everything I had not to do something else. So I got up real close to him in his face, and he, <laughs> he had the shock of his life. I'll just put it that way. Had a quick little chat with him, and then gave him his directives. He's going to be walking from A to B. He's not to turn his head anywhere. And what he didn't know, I was five feet behind him the entire time. I didn't want him knowing that either, because I'll leave all that out as well. So as we're walking... And we're getting near where he's where I'm getting him out of this area because you don't want any other scenario to go down in that area um, because, you know, it's for a lot of reasons. So that's why I was doing it that way. All of a sudden, a lady who's, who's clearly his his partner comes coming from the other direction and she was smiling. So and she sees me behind him. He's, he doesn't even know I'm behind him. still. I'm right there on him. 
Um, and then she sees me and I'm just really happy. He, he listened to me very carefully because he didn't even turn around when I stopped her to chat with her. He kept his motion going, walking away. And I, I can tell you that there's a reason he was following directives. He was used to, if you're getting what I'm putting out here, he's used to being told what to do um, for a lot of reasons by people like me. Um, I'm kind of saying something, but I'm not. There. So the woman is a dominatrix. Uh, well, oh, well, that's, that's <laughs> what people are getting from this. I worded this wrong. <laughs> no, let's just say he's accustomed to being incarcerated. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. I have to, I have to walk around stuff here for a reason. Um, so, anyway, she comes up. I tell her because I think, okay, well, his partner, she walked away to do something else, a distance away, didn't know he was doing this. He has issues. Blah blah blah. And if I bring her into the situation, give her her, her shock and awe moment. She'll deal with him as well and get irate and, you know, have their thing the moment and go, you know, that sort of deal. Oh, no, that wasn't it wasn't processing in her. So that's I'll just leave it there. That's where that scenario ends. We get him out of the area. I can't do anything else right there. So we gather up, go get the um, like I said, we get frustrated when we get the video and photo. But I give the description and that goes in the remote viewing thing, by the way, because I was we'll just say heightened at that moment to take care of anything. So that means metaphysically too. So I have complete, I do right now too from that moment, complete recall. And this is something everybody can do too. So when you get in a, I say heightened or anxious or stressful situation, all your woo-woo senses go because of my, and it wasn't just because I had training in the correctional officer field or a position for memorizing this, that, and the other one. Yeah, he did, but that's just to teach you it's something that can be done. But what I'm saying is here, when I gave him the recall, it was the exact color of the shirt, the, you know, the whole spiel to a weird degree and I'm, again only bringing it up so that everybody else realizes they can do it too especially in those moments take advantage of it you can you know remote perceive you know whatever you want to call it um and the way i was moving that one into what where we went to the second location that nancy was pointing out that it wasn't just a by chance thing it was a because they blew it off. oh that's right they blew it off such that she was then down the road arm in arm with him walking down a path around other families and people and this again just not even Five minutes away. That pissed me off. Because she knows all about his idiosyncrasies. She knows about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, she on video. She Because when I got a thing, I'm like, oh, you know, I better just hit record right now. Because <laughs> there's still other people there. And so I got to stay within certain boundaries in this situation. Um, and I was very lucky for him. So then I get it all on record. And long story short, um, and I'm very blunt. I get up in his face again and I let him know. I and accuse him, say what was said and done. And he's done. He didn't deny it. He apologizes multiple times on video. And she actually accuses me of projecting. So long story short, she flopped it back on me. So there was no help saying that it was all me. And, there, of, and course, there was, of course, you're the problem. Because oh, you, oh, see, she, you see, yeah. she doesn't do it for him. So she, she has to get him near children so he can get it you know he can get the business going because she doesn't do it for him anymore i don't want to get in all that but yeah <laughs> but she the only point i was making too is that unfortunately she's not going to be any help behind the scenes to straighten him out because yeah she's i mean it, it really went just, just she's a, she's a, the enabler she's the enabler in the relationship yeah so yeah so there's all those aspects to that and again i'm walking around all of this um i contacted the i don't know the sheriff or police who knows what i was real impressed with that either i don't know if i want to get into all that basically i did yeah let them know how they should follow up on it and do it which i did as well and others 
connected to us. So we got all the info and everything we need, and that's why I know that he's... Well, if the police doesn't do anything, some concerned parent or parents will. Unfortunately, well, none, none of those parents is going to be Derek Condit, so he's going to have a very bad situation. Which, yeah. Well, that's why he was lucky it was in such a public place, to be honest, and I'll, I'll leave it there. But the other thing is we found out that potentially, I'm watch my word in here because I'm a little trained in that too, this individual has a record that we found posted online under sex offender websites, and in there, they're in, I already knew it anyway, um, there are stipulations you can't accuse, harass, blah, blah, blah. It goes on and on and on. So what I'm getting at here because out of my frustration is nothing's going to be done on any level and he's not on active probation. I made a phone call. I can still do those things. Wait, but if you have that evidence. It made no difference. Well, I'm telling you at the wow. end of the day, none of this matters. So everybody look out for yourselves. And next time, hope that we're in a <laughs> less public area when I come up on something like that. Um, yeah. So it's it's unfortunate situation. I didn't really want to get into a whole lot of details. Um, but that was... Anything else we left out that we really need to get in on that one? So that that evidence is not admissible anywhere. Nobody wants. They don't want to see it. They haven't seen. It. I've still got it, and we deleted it on different texts. Just to listen my back and forth because we don't want to see that. We don't want that energy. But no, it's nobody cared. They don't want to see it. it made no difference. He's, and, and I want to get all the specifics because this isn't some big old ex-prison guard discussion and telling you how it all works. Because um, they can spin well, in. What, what 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 Walt is. Uh encountering here is he's in bizarro land and he's not understanding <laughs> that you know this is just accepted uh, behavior yeah why why is Derek getting so upset about it oh. that's that's the that the, the the realities that we're into are so stark right now you've got this one reality that is absolutely deranged up is down, down is up, you know, girls are boys, boys are girls, you don't have a mother because we don't use that word anymore, you have a birthing parent. I mean, it's like the world has gone friggin' nuts. And in between this, it's affected like, I mean, they're actually, it's interesting because I, it's causing people to wake up and, and others in the mainstream media are actually talking about, you know, wait a minute, something's gone really haywire here. But this whole concept that we're talking about in this particular subject is that these people are getting more brazen because, in my opinion, it's like this, this great disclosure and that this unfortunate individual who's in this state was drawn to go at that time, same thing we were talking about in the first segment, okay, was drawn to go there to confront Derek. Because it's like Derek is alluding to that, you know, okay, you know, so you, pornography, where does it, where, where's it okay and where isn't it, you know? It, it's never okay. It's never okay. Because that means that there's something wrong with you that you have to go that way instead of having a loving, caring relationship. So it's never okay. But they let it go, and it goes, and it gets a little bigger, and it gets a little bigger. But now it's gotten to the point where people like this are being, let's say, allowed to go further. So you're talking about normalizing the abnormal. 
Exactly. So the abnormal is now new, the new normal. That's exactly. Don't question it. Don't criticize it. It's it's normal. I don't accept. <laughs> don't accept. No contract with that. And that's why I say if the two realities are getting very starkly different now. It was a lot of things that, okay, yeah, I'll let you get away with that. But now there's so, the disclosure, the in-your-face, I mean, it's so blatant that the rest of us have got to say, enough of that, ooh, let's get out of here, you know, and really begin to understand that we have to realize that this is this is something that's happening around everybody. You know, Mark told me earlier last night, he said that he did some research and maybe we'll talk about it, but the places that are having the most crime are not red, uh, blue states, they're red states. So everything that we think we know, we, we don't know. And what we have to do is we have to leave that crazy ass dysfunctional reality and just balance ourselves, balance ourselves, balance ourselves. And that's why when I, I mean, hey, I've been in this for 60 years. You know, I've seen the worst of, well, I probably haven't seen the worst of the worst yet, but I've seen more worse things than most people ever experience because I've been in it for so long. But the truth of the matter is that even knowing as much as I do know, I do know that we're going to win this game because otherwise there's, what's the point? And what game are we playing? We're playing that game of realities. And we've got to begin to be able to sense that there are two distinct realities. And that reality over there, I can tell you, is at war with Gaia herself, trying to bring down the entire planet. Okay? That is not where we want to be, and we have to divorce ourselves from it. And this is where, when I first started out with Shanghai, I said, I think it has leveled the playing field because Shanghai's main purpose for even being is stabilization. Eponopono, make it right. So when we get involved with Shanghai in any forms, all the forms we talk about, when we do that, what's happening is there is a balancing effect in us individually. And because we've got an individual balance, we can now think correctly. The fog goes away. It's like something lightens up. And yes, when that happens, all of a sudden, relationships that you're in are maybe going to go south very quickly. Because you suddenly woke up and realized these people are destroying me. I've got to get out of here. You're going to find that, oh, I, what am I doing in this job? I got to get out of here. You know, what, why am I living in this city? I got to get out of here. It's balancing you so that you can think, so that you can take actions that will continue to allow you to be stable and to go through the process of becoming more and more awake and aware of where you are and who you are. So I just wanted to kind of take it back into what we're talking. Shanghai. That's why that's why Gaia said get Shanghai to the masses. <laughs> that's exactly. It was, exactly the, it was the only way they were they had a chance a fighting chance. Yes, and we've done that. We've got the Shanghai grid. We can look at it and and you'll see. You know, all over the world, this this Shanghai people have said yes. I put it there, and that's not 
everybody that's put it someplace or has it. I mean, it's it's phenomenal. And that's why you have to, anybody that's listening to this is probably already on the Shanghai path. You know, you just have to be aware of it. Don't forget what it does. Because sometimes we forget what we were, were before Shanghai. And I'm here to remind you. <laughs> You, you were lost. Your brain was clouded. You didn't know who you were or what you were doing. And you get on Shungite and all of a sudden all of that cloudiness goes away. All of a sudden you begin to see your mission. So anybody want to comment on what I just said? No. no. Keep, keep your eyes care. on what reality you're in. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. I'm Hey, that's a good comment there. No. <laughs> And everybody, and then everything that we've been talking about too, just everybody stay involved do what you can. I'm not saying, you know, you know, and that can be different things for different people. So, but we all affect our reality. Um, yeah, it, that, that, that aspect of, you know, doing what you can, okay? You have to be able to do what you can, but the can is don't let yourself get sucked into it. You know, if, if you go out there and you're a bleeding heart person, you're going to be torn apart because there is so much need out there. Realize that the way to fix things is to fix yourself because it, it goes back to enterology. If you fix yourself and you begin to vibrate at a speed, an essence, a frequency, whatever you want, if you begin to do that, the people around you are going to change in their energy bodies. It's just enterology. It's the science of energy. So the main thing is to do what is easy to do. Don't get yourself involved. And why do I say why bother at all? Because intention. You know, look at these things and say, you know, I'm not going to get involved in this, but I'm going to look at this and I'm going to look at those people and I'm going to say, God bless you, or I love you, or shungite them with your shungite energy. You can play the game at a level that is above the 3D. You do not have to become 3D engaged if you are energetically engaged. Okay, now one time I said this a long time ago, I said, if I was walking down a street and there was nobody on the street, but in this alleyway, there was somebody who was beating up on somebody else, okay? Would I try to physically do anything about that? Absolutely not. I'd get the crap beat out of me, okay? But what I would do is energetically, I would engage, but I would just keep walking because you have to make those determinations. Let's assume I didn't have a phone. I would have called the police. I could have started yelling. But again, it's an empty street. What are you going to bring in? But I'd probably start yelling anyway. But what I'm saying is that you can't engage in every single situation that you're going to want to engage in. And be careful of that. Okay? But also be aware that you can help every single thing thing you see is wrong 
by your intention of sending good energy change to the positive. Because this, this is a war, but it's a war of spirituality, a war of energy. We will never beat them if we take them into every fight. You know, we, we start fighting. That's not going to, that's not the game. Violence doesn't work. I mean, look at uh, Mahatma Gandhi was able to do in 50 years what the Irish have not been able to do in 500 years. They, they used violence and they didn't get anywhere. They still have, you know, in, internal fighting. And uh, Gandhi chooses his non-violent uh, opposition. Remember the, the, the movement of the time? You know, non-violent opposition. And they got beat down so much. Even remember that one time where the uh, English armed forces killed all those people just because they were they were opposing. No, no violence of any kind, just standing still there, and that wasn't. And they they massacred all those people. But in, in the end, he won. His non-violent uh, opposition won. He won by not being violent. It was horrible. I mean, nobody wants to live through that, but it but it worked. It worked. In in 50 years, India was able to get out from under. Great, great point there. Okay, so we're at the top of the hour, and um, anybody got anything else that they wanted to say about any of the first hour? Mark hasn't nope. said anything. <laughs> we're good. We'll start. We're we'll good. start off with Mark when we come back. <laughs> Perfect. And we'll, We'll be right back.
And welcome back to Shungart Reality. It is August 22nd, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condent, Mark Joseph, Walt Silva, and uh, Jalissa Condent. And that song is written by Craig Stewart, Shungite, We the People. And boy, it was really, I mean, it's always appropriate, especially on this show, but it was really appropriate because, you know, yes, the people are waking up, the people are coming, Shungite's keeping them stable, and... I'm going to turn it over to whoever wants to talk. Um, well, I can, I'll jump in real quick. Um, the only other thing we have, of course, is we were going to talk about, but and then if, if Mark had anything as well, um, but the Shanghai Diamond Study I sent you, which is not up on the website, um, but we can share a link in the chat room, I guess. But for, that's may not be that exciting. I don't know. Mark, do you have stuff, first of all, so we can figure out what topics we have to choose from um go ahead and do the diamond thing and then i'll come in with something okay and then uh and walt actually i'm gonna it's gonna be probably a lot of walt tonight i think on what we're talking about here what i'm babbling about so far is one of the i'm looking at i read the abstract on it then i have questions for you okay <laughs> oh yeah we'll go back and forth um and i'll share this link for those in chat um in the chat archive stay up there but it's a a study that was done, um, it's been uploaded at sciencedirect.com, which is where various people um, publish different different studies and papers they write. And it's called, oh man, I'm going to, okay. Is it Raman? Jalissa, can you see that? Is that, how would you pronounce that? Raman? UV Raman character. Okay. UV Raman, and I'll have to look that one up. UV Raman characteristics of nanocrystalline diamond films with different grain size. You're like, what the? So what we're going to sit here and chat about is um, how they're they're making a form of a diamond, and that so don't think like the one on your wedding ring or something like that, exact looking like that because diamonds come in different forms, um, out of shungite using heat and stuff. So Walt, you know, I just jump on in. So did you have a direction? yeah? My my first question was they're they're saying uh, if I can read it from the abstract, it says. The comparison of the Raman spectra of the diamond material prepared from shungite and carbonado, which is a rare variety of cubic diamond, sometimes called black diamond. I'm going to stop right there because I don't know if that's the intention, whoever wrote the text, when they're saying, when they're using the word cubit, cubic, okay, cubic to me means a cube. A cube has six faces. But when you look at a, a diamond crystal, if we are going to talk about pure diamonds, a diamond 
crystal is made up of four uh, four atoms in the molecule and the shape of the crystal is a tetrahedron but it still has four atoms so i don't know if, if there's if they're saying qubit because of the shape of the crystal or because of the properties of the crystal so you see that this <laughs> yeah that makes a difference yeah of course i mean uh -huh. interesting yeah that's and i hadn't thought about that either i'm i'm actually skimming it again right now so on another thing regardless of if we are looking at a, at a a specially made diamond that has a cubic shape okay then you in order to get to the in order to get there you have to destroy the fullerene shape one of the great powers of the shungite is the gigantic uh molecule with 60 atoms of carbon now if you are undoing that shape because you're making this diamond okay you're getting away from the fullerene and not you're reducing the molecules of of the carbon i mean of the diamond shape in this in this material so you're actually break breaking the fullerene you're destroying that energy because the, the fullerene has a tremendous energy field if you're reducing it to this cubic shape diamond shape okay you're essentially destroying the fullerene exactly you know, you're removing the energy aspects of it so that's you know like giving somebody a a, a meal and but i'm gonna take out all the vitamins and minerals <laughs> yeah that's gonna work out well um yeah and i'm looking at this too and you're right about the i'm not gonna worry about this but it does say in here about how it has the uh it affects the transition resonance effect so th they're getting into that and just for the listeners there's a whole lot of numbers and symbols on this study that Walt and I are looking at that we're not you're not exactly gonna you know be able to vocalize for one thing but so we're gonna get just to the gist of a lot of this but yeah they're they're doing that with high um energy lasers and I was talking to Nancy Waltz yesterday about a little bit about this um because I have that large fiber optic laser here that can use about darn near anything we can imagine um and that's where I first started you know laser etching um texts words love healed into shungai tiles and things and little ovals and where we noticed years ago it was it would turn white and we went all through that so now i'm thinking well hey maybe we turn it up some because that wasn't max well um, the, re the reason of that that's the you you, you were yeah even though you weren't looking to make it but that's what you ended making is the uh what i what i refer to as burnt shungai Mm -hmm. when, when I when I expose Shanghai to intense heat without exposing it to flame, just just pure heat, it changes color. It changes into a, a, a kind of a not a not a bright gray, but it is it is no longer black. It's it's more gray, and and the energy of it is so so intense and so different because it has a very positive effect with water. Because it, uh, it it has a, a much higher content of oxygen in the in the shungite because now shungite now oxygen has become part of the shungite structure. So and you and you discovered it by accident because <laughs> you were you were doing the etching, so you were exposing the shungite to in, intense uh, heat. Not only intense heat, but only uh, a very not not long exposure. Because you're you're etching, so you can't be cooking it there. So you actually have to go at a, at a at a certain speed. So you were actually doing the same thing. You were developing. You were making burnt shungite. 
So you did yeah, it I, in a different way. <laughs> I breathed a good portion of that in before I realized, oh, shoot, I didn't turn on the fan and blah, blah, Because <laughs> that's an important thing. Oh, yeah. So I was blasting that and then I realized that, oh, yeah, I've been breathing those particles for a while. There's something else I was going to tell you, too. Um, Heat doesn't destroy fullerines, you know. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, that was that was actually part of it. Shoot. Because I'm reading through the study so fast as well, too. Um Anyway, I'll have to come back around on that one. I blanked out on it for some reason, holding too much in my head. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's that's what we were just chatting about. We've done things like that. Actually, I did it also by accident in a, I don't know, a few years ago. I made some shungite stir sticks. I don't know if I ever got those online or even talked about them. But long story short, uh, an enclosed metal, just think huge straw, but made of glass. Um, so I would seal you the. You sent me one. Okay, I thought maybe I'd. I'd in the fact, I it's. In fact, it's uh, it's part of a device because what I did, <laughs> since, I, since I have my own homemade uh, Lakowski multiple wave oscillator, and what I instead of using uh, the the spark the traditional spark gap, which I can't stand the noise is so loud. What I'm doing is I I have um, the tube that I used to use on my rife machine, which was uh, made by a, a neon fellow. He made it. He made it so it has a. It, it's uh, I think it's something like thirty percent neon, sixty percent argon. It's a it's a mixture of gases. And when you put a frequent uh, a, a rife frequency through it, it actually when when you put just volt, very high voltage through this through this tube, because it's a mixture of two different gases. The gases tend to separate. They do. They, they they separate you. One one end will be will look orangey because that's neon, and the other end will look yeah kind of bluish uh, or light blue, which is the argon. But when you put a an, an, a rife frequency, the actual the gases actually mix, and you get a totally different like you. It looks like a magenta. When the two gases mix, so what I did is I I got rid of the uh, the spark gap, the very loud spark gap, and replaced it with the with the new neon tube. So the the uh, the gap is actually the, the 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 spark gap is now lit across the tube because you're lighting up the gas. So interestingly enough, is that because it, it, the you're more or less following the principles of rife. The, the the two gases mix and you get this magenta like color but what i did is i i, I did an experiment on it and that straw that you sent me that has the the fine particles of the shungite inside mm -hmm. what I, I i attached it to the tube so now when the tube lights up very interesting the gases separate only the the argon wants to be close to this to the shungite and the on um, the neon uh, the 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 neon wants to be close to the to the shungite and the argon farther away so it actually for the for the the length of the tube is longer than the straw that you sent me so only that length which is close to the to the tube only only in that length do the gases separate outside of that length the, the gases mix again so it, some for some reason the shungite likes the neon better than the argon. <laughs> so 
I, I find it interesting, at least that's me, that's, uh, that's the geek in me. No, no, I'm with you on that. <laughs> I had fun making those tubes because that's how it was a mistake, like you're saying, a surprise because I was just, I had a torch and I'm sealing up the end of the glass. So again, for listeners, it's a, a glass straw. I seal one end, fill it with the Shanghai powder and I filled it a little too far. So I'm sealing up the top of this glass straw, a large one. Um, melting the glass, the shungite's getting heated by the oxygen tour and turns white and went from there. And I'm like, what? And so that's how that, um, oh, and then I was, I remembered what I was going to say Walt a minute ago, but, and this is now in or on our shungite FAQ page into the top in the description, but it gets into how oxygen can remove water or uh, water. <laughs> oh my gosh. How shungite can remove oxygen from water because there's no oxygen in the Karelia. The you can probably call it a lake. I mean, it's big enough, I guess. The reservoir there, um, and the Shungai does, and they're digging into the science of it too, so it's it's online as well. But that just shows that Shungai does have an interaction with it affects energies, molecules, all sorts of things, um, and that's you know that's but, just, uh, but I guess it's under different conditions the. The oxygen appears in a different form because, uh, for example, the um, the Shanghai water turtle that I made, um, <laughs> Nancy's brother-in-law, was kind of concerned because the, the 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 hot tub was full of bubbles, and it was because the the Shanghai the the Shanghai water turtle was filling the 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 hot tub with oxygen bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> and they were care and they were afraid of it and they sent it back to her well you 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 had pro that wasn't just shungite by itself you would put the shungite into a, an energy device that was programmed to create oxygen because oxygen will wow. clean yeah. water so true, it was this it's two different situations here yeah um that's the um there was one another announcement before I forget that I wanted to kind of put out. We did a graphic online, but it's regarding the cosmic silver shungite wrapped pendants. And those have been out for a while. So just quickly um it's shungite that we tumble in a and I've expanded this description anyway on the Shungite FAQ page. If you scroll down where we talk about what we're doing with Shungite, um, past the questions. You'll see a, a description and a video I've uploaded of how we tumble the shungite in pure silver, little silver bars for three days and go from there. And the changes that I'm saying is now, and it works great energetically both ways, but due to tarnishing. So what I'm talking about is the wire wrap we use on just the cosmic silver shungite. We've now modified it in the last day or two to use only 0.925 sterling silver. Before that, we used, it was silver, but it was silver-plated copper wire. And copper's fantastic with Shungite, but that is what was used. And then we found out some people, so over time, I don't care what it's plated with, it's going to wear off, it's going to rub, it's going to have a chemical effect with your sweat or your shower if you wear it in there, whatever. No, uh, that's not what, what's happening with it, because that was how we found Shungite, silver Shungite to begin with was that I was using the coated, uh, silver coated copper. And I, a friend of mine, I saw her on Zoom, <laughs> I mean on Skype, and she, I said, what's the matter with your pendant? And she said, oh, all the silver has left the copper. And so then I told Walt about this and he said, 
well because it migrates it, it anyway i know that's yeah no i know yes. that's a thing as well but the point i'm making is of course that's because that's how we use it here it's just that it does expose the copper one way or another so that's why we right. switched it to 925 right. so no absolutely com copper In okay fact, but my, my question about the 925 is um will it continue to saturate will it get thinner oh i doubt i doubt it'll be hang on one second Oh, yeah. We just just curious. I don't know that it'll be enough for anybody to notice. No, you won't, because we've used the water beads. Like, I, for example, a couple of years I've used the water beads I'm looking at now. Um, and no, there's no no visual or amounts on it. All of a sudden, after six months, the water beads fall apart. And it's the same 925 silver wire we wrap. So it's as close to pure silver as you can get to where it's going to hold together. Um, and I, I didn't give you on the Shungite FAQ how, what 925 sterling silver wire is and what it's made of. So that we can all, again, I want everybody to know everything. Um, and the way to just avoid the discoloration, again, I'm not saying it's negative because the copper still works. So anybody that's sporting a cosmic silver sunlight nugget from two, three, four, five years ago, whatever, and you're seeing the copper, it's still working fantastic. A lot of that silver simply migrated, as Nancy was talking about, into the shungite and or as it rubbed on your shirt, there's particles, it, but it didn't calm down the shungite it's this still has all the energy and works i'm just saying from the visual perspective so aesthetically i want him like ah, you know i can get it that you'd want that silver but that's not to say it's not going to tarnish if it's a metal it's going to tarnish well most um and in this case sterling silver so yeah you gotta use a little silver they have cloths you don't have to use chemicals on it and you can just polish it again but i wanted that to be an option for somebody to grab their cosmic and just polish it up and have it silver again energetically they're all perfect they're great but the, we got the easiest and fastest polish is ketchup you're right i had heard that Good. put it in ketchup Rinse wait it 10 really minutes well. wash it off because <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't want to walk around smelling that but yeah i'm just making fun of it but yeah no you're right that is the thing um so when, and they can look at all that there's ultrasonic cleaners there's all sorts of, i don't know i'd put a nugget in that though i haven't tried that so don't do that anybody until i get a chance and i will do it put a nugget um, in an ultrasonic cleaner, a, a wrapped pendant, so I'm going to um, and see what happens. But don't do that to your own in case something goes off. <laughs> let me let me practice that one. Um, so, but that's what I wanted the announcement I want to get is that we've, and it's, it's it was a lot of moving parts in that one. I mean, it's a lot more expensive, of course. It's not like nine two hundred sterling silver wire is cheap, but it, it you got to do right. It's, you don't you don't have a bad recipe and cut on the ingredients is what I'm saying. Um, so that has been a change that just changed. Um, anyway, anything else I'm forgetting about that we need to mention around here? Otherwise, and we're planning a class now. Oh, uh, we have a Shungite class. We'll announce. Well, should, okay, we can get the dates real quick. So all things Shungite. I don't know what it's really going to be called, but it's going to be on September 17th, and we will broadcast this live on YouTube. Um, we'll put me out there with a table and a, everything Shungite we can think of, and we got a lot of that. And just go at it and have online as well. So it's remote. You can get in YouTube chat and ask your questions. We'll have in-person classes as well all at once. Um, so again, and we'll post a graphic and everything for September 17th at 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific time. Um, so kick that up three hours East Coast, I guess. So we're trying to make it a time where everybody can, if they want to go, do it. But it'll be left on YouTube regardless. I just wanted to make it available so people could ask questions. Um, and again, just to keep going for a moment here, on the Shungite FAQ, literally every day I'm adding to it to even 
the answer because sometimes I have to answer quickly on there and and I realize later that oh shoot I forgot to make this comment in there that qualifies this that or the other so always expanding is what I'm saying on those pages Mark did you have any any questions or anything that you wanted to bring up not that you had to um no I do have a new topic uh, um unless you have other stuff to get into yeah no I made all the little announcements we wanted so Okay, I'm going to play this um, podcast I heard, uh, listened to yesterday. It's from last week. It's called The Common Sense Show. Uh, this is about the, the fires in, in Maui and how it can concern every single person and what they can do and what Derek offers in his store. So uh, this is through my phone, so hopefully it comes through. Let's see. Over uh, this event when it happened. The video was not yet classified, or he said, I would send it to you. He said, if I send you that video, Dave, and it's classified, they'll come throw your butt in jail. And he says, I might be able to get away with it. You can't. And so he had a copy. And I'm going to tell you what he saw, and then I'll tell you what he told me, Paul. And it's like you just said his words, almost word for word. He said um, he, he watched entire neighborhoods go up at one time he said like blocks boom gone and i he said that he had to call in a fire expert because he goes i'm not enough of a fire expert to tell you what happened so he had a guy come in and he looked at it and he says he says general they're not even the, the flames aren't even jumping the ex there's explosions happening at the same time this is not the spread of a fire and it followed the curve of the road and he right. originally told me this followed the curve of the road for he talked to the fire expert. But here's what he told me. And this is why you need to probably have Virginia Farver on her show, 5G expert, smart meter. She's won lawsuits in this area. I can make her number available to you. And she and I had this discussion this morning as well. But here's what the general told me. He said the smart meters are incendiary devices like IEDs and just what I had said earlier. And then he went on to say, he said, when the heat approached those neighborhoods, that sets off the smart meters. And that's why you saw the whole neighborhoods go up. These people never had a chance. It's not like you see the advancing fire. The entire neighborhood goes up. It's his position that the directed energy weapons were likely used as a catalyst. And when uh, and they stopped using it when the fire reached the town because they knew the smart meters and the 5G towers would take over and produce the effect I'm describing. And then he said this, this is, I'm just in shock that you use the same terms. It's almost like you talked to him. He said, Dave, the reason they kept people out of there is because they don't want someone coming in and grabbing uh, samples of the soil, looking for thermite, which is the energy signature of directed energy weapons. And he said, this is why they would have used directed energy weapons is the first domino to get the process started. So they had less evidence to cover up. But he also said this, he said, they're going to manufacture the weather to come and wash away any evidence that exists. Right. Paul, right. this was the discussion I had. This is what, Friday? I had this discussion on Wednesday. Right. Um, you know, the, the whole idea of these directed energy weapons is uh, that you direct them. And, uh, you know, okay, of course, the, uh, the smart meters is critical. But here's what we found in our research. Uh, we went around and we found... There were a lot of homes, um, you know, mountain cabins, mountain homes being built that were comp completed, brand new homes, but they weren't burned down. 
And uh, we found about a dozen of these uh, all throughout the Paradise area. Is that oh, up, Paradise? Okay, in Paradise area. This is in Paradise. Okay, all right. But uh, so to give you and give people some hope here on this, um, we we checked it out and said, well, they're equipped with a smart meter, but it was a brand new home, and we looked over, and in between the homes, you'd find this big post, and of course they were using the electricity off the post, and the, what we determined was that not only was the the electricity off there in each one of those homes but every home that we saw that was left standing we went and looked at every single one dave and businesses too and we found that every single one that did not burn uh, was either an analog meter or the smart meter if the house had a smart meter on it or the building had a smart meter on it the electricity had been turned off by the owner before they left and those buildings, those businesses were still left standing. So the, the rule of thumb is when there is a fire like this, and I, what you say is so true because everything goes up so quick. Um, but with the first indication, people, if you have a fire going on like this, or imminent fire in your area, turn off your electricity, go out there to your meter and shut it off and take off. And then your home will... Uh, from our from our information, from what we found, um, I'll never forget with that first revelation. We were at standing at the home, the initial home where we went up and had our first meeting for New California State in Butte County, which was up in Paradise. And across the street, there was a home that was burned down, but then there was a, a bigger structure in the back that had been restored. So we went and checked it, and it had a smart meter, and we thought, well, it's got a smart meter. But, you know, all the other houses had smart meters, and everything had burned down. So we finally got a chance to talk to that person who came back, and they said, oh, yeah, uh, my husband, before this whole thing burned down, they, she had enough, he had enough time um, the day before he was cleaning off the roof of this building, and he said that he just happened to turn off the electricity, and it was a smart meter, and that building survived. So all the buildings, that, that was our clue. We went around to all the buildings, and we checked for the meter. We asked a guy who had a, a big apartment complex about what he did. He said, well, I lived in Southern California, and in Southern California, you learn to shut off your electricity and your gas. And he said, I have smart meters on all my buildings. I just shut them all off and turned off the gas and left town, and I came back and everything's standing. So I think we have a... A, a way to stop some of this if there's a fire everybody shut off their smart meters uh, because it's the smart meters that's doing all the damage i don't think we'll be able to stop some of it such as the the lasers that they'll use um the lasers that they used in paradise they were hitting the ground with um that's why you see that there it looks like there's shooting a, a laser beam into the forest uh they know by doing these surveys and you know where these surveys are. You, you heard a lot about the monkey works and so on. These, they're all doing the, They know from these survey flights where all the various elements are in the soil, in the ground. And, of course, where you find gold, and Paradise has a lot of gold, you'll find, gold, you'll find quartz. And so what they are aiming at in the forested areas are quartz veins. And the quartz veins will act as a radio conduit to expand the heat up until 3,000 degrees. And what that does is actually, uh, when you when you see fires burning, 
the fire actually starts from the rootstock and it starts burning the trees and it gets to the um, inside of the trees you see some of these trees standing that are burning from the inside that's why be, that's because the, the fire actually started from the ground up so quartz becomes a conduit of, of the uh, of the elements that are there and that's how some of it like especially in uh, paradise we found evidence of trees that have been completely burned in a big hole in the ground when you look inside you realize that's where a tree was and you can see the whole root system but it's all gone and you could take a, a whole bunch of aluminum and pour it in there and that becomes a casting of the roots and uh, that's what it was happening in paradise all over the place uh, there were holes you couldn't um, you had to be very very cautious about the property because you find these holes and you don't want to fall into them some of them were still on fire the roots so were you're still saying on fire the lasers the, the lasers come down strike the ground and create uh the conditions the where, okay so where the they could collapse veins. okay they could collapse like a sinkhole right exactly okay that makes a lot so the of sense fire, the fire superheats the, the the energy superheats the ground anything below ground that's organic will burn like roots are below ground who are the guys in the white suits in uh and and anyway that's just a it's a really good um interview it's free um <clears throat> the common sense show uh yeah so derek you offer um various forms of uh shungite stickers from you know the the raw powder um to um what do you call it uh s4 which is the silver shungite and then the next up uh, upgrade is the smart meter sticker and then you got the scalar uh silver shungite sticker right so um you know this this was practical stuff people can do uh if if a fire is is coming your way or whatever anything like that but then um you have these other biohackers and and people who sell emf protection you know for way more money than uh, selling these products way, that are way more expensive as opposed to the sticker you can just put on the smart meter right so what can uh, other than your advice and uh uh your take on what i just played what i have can a the question smart for you mark <laughs> I, uh, the, the presentation brought up a question is, I know that an analog meter, when you shut off the main breaker to the house, the meter goes off because it's just, it's just a physical meter. It needs electricity in order to work. But my understanding of the smart meters is that they are electronic and they're pulling their they depend on their own power. So when you, since I don't have a smart meter, and my question is, when you shut off the main power on the main breaker in the house, does the smart meter stay on or is it, does, it, does it go off? I'm just getting uh, the impression of whatever we just heard. So if you do the main breaker, then my assumption is it turns off because okay. those examples that they gave it was okay. a yeah yeah um, because I'm 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 going to have to I have to pay forty dollars to get the new stupid meter installed, and yeah. then I got to pay fifteen dollars extra every month to have a stupid meter as opposed to a smart smart meter, but I don't care. 
I guess well, I'll tell you, they they are behind that. So I had a fire at my house up in Darrington. Nancy will probably remember more of this than me, where the fire uh, department came out. And long story short, th- and it was an older meter. They couldn't shut it off, They even that. So, of course, what we can do is at the fuse box or the panel, whatever you want to call it. There's usually a, an arm or lever there you can pull down. And that's what will shut it off from there to the outlets in your house. And I, I know you know all this well. Um, and that's where typically we can do it, but at least on that house. And even after they then installed the smart meter, the new digital one, um, the next day, which are, I had no option in it, w- there's no shutting off the power there. So that thing had power to it no matter what. And the fire, it was the fire chief was out there with a, uh, it was a FLIR gun so they could read temperatures. And he was telling me inside of that wall is over 3000 degrees. And that's right where the, the meter, not the fuse box but the meter was on the outside of, and they couldn't do it. He's basically held his arms up. He says, there's nothing we can do until the power guy gets here. And that's a whole story in itself I went into now. He just literally pulled around the corner from without being called or anything, and the truck went up, and he disconnected it all. Uh, again, and I said, he asked, the fireman asked me, did you call him? I'm like, no, it's this just happened. But yet the guy showed up there and then disconnects the old meter, carts it away, the powerman, um, so you and were given the, the, the privilege of visiting Maui for the first time. Yeah. Huh? As, yeah, as, <laughs> yeah, we had one of your devices out there, too. Uh, I forget the name of that one. I still have it with me because I took it. Um, but we had, uh, yeah, so long story short, what I'm getting at here is, of course, the power continues because I don't know of any meter that somebody can shut off. It's usually, long story short, the power lines go from the pole into either the pole or through the ground into the meter. And you're not stopping it there no matter what. It goes into your fuse box or power box. And that's the only spot you have a chance of stopping it. Um, but before that, no, it's going and because we couldn't stop ours. And that's the point because we did all that. We threw all our breakers. We did everything you can. And and that's when the fireman got out and says, uh, nope, you're still, he literally said over 3,000 degrees. And we, they're all standing by waiting for the house to catch on fire and just, and then bring out the hoses. But until yeah, then. That, yeah. I, when, when they were talking about it, if you, if you remember, Mm-hmm. They were talking about like the house that was attached to the house, and that one survived. And he turned off the electricity. Okay, he could have shut that one line down because of it, its attachment to the house. Because I had the same thing, and Walt did. Well, what what's turning it off at the house going to do for the burn, the explosion of the of the smart meter? Mm-hmm. So he, I th- he had to I, climb the pole. I think they're seeing this, but I think it may be something else. And um, <clears throat> excuse me, my my gut instinct tells me that they want they they don't want those things exploding because even though in your case, yes, the the electric company had to shut it down to stop the energy flowing through the house. Okay. But I think there might have that was that was the smart meter itself went bad and started just opened up, you know, and was pulling all this energy from the from the uh, pole into the house. But in this case, you're talking about a situation where if you got that smart meter on, then the individual 5G signal may in fact be somehow boosted because what starts the fires when you're talking about DEW, direct energy weapon, is that 
there's an energy field coming into the house. Now, it's not, it's not, uh, and it's resonating. You got the, 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 the energy is causing a, a vibration, a friction. Okay. But it's primarily causing that with metal. So it's the nails in the wood that start burning, uh, you know, heat up and start the, the fires in the wood. So my suspicion is, is that there's more to that. I don't know. I, I don't know that my instinct would be to turn off the electricity, hoping to save myself from an explosion of a smart meter. I would turn off the electricity because that's just prudent to do in any situation. I yeah, could be. Yeah. Now, do you remember I shared images too at the time where I took images uh, and they said it wasn't possible, but the window of the smart meter. I, I was standing right next to it when it happened, and I heard it and felt it. It was weird. Um, it, um, I don't know how to explain that one. We'll just say it, it popped, and all of a sudden the whole glass turned pure black on the inside. But uh, is it, what's that? No, there is that. Uh, it, it's not so rare because I remember seeing uh, on the on the web when the when the, the there was a big countrywide rollout on the smart meters. I would start seeing these articles uh, about different states uh, in California, in Arizona, in Colorado, where it, neighbor, neighborhoods had issues of fires because of smart meters. So smart meter fire over here, smart meter, it was like, when are they going to stop? Don't they see these things don't work? And then all of a sudden, nobody nobody would say anything anymore. But you remember that? There was a, for a from time there, it was fashionable. You would hear these um, news about uh, uh, houses in certain areas or certain states where they. I think it. I think it came down to one company, Walt. Uh. That, that they. That's why you didn't hear about it after that. Was that that they banned those particular smart meters, if I'm remembering correctly. Oh. But no, it was definitely a problem. Maybe, maybe, maybe Derek had a. A, you know, a flawed, <laughs> flawed. But oh, was, uh, yeah, a lot of things involved in my circumstance there. It wasn't random that that was happening. That's when we were just starting the company and doing everything and all sorts of things. Again, the power guy wasn't literally parked in his truck sitting around the corner with no call. Uh, we wouldn't even contact the power company, neither the fire department, because we sat there and chatted about this. He's all, he's all, what we have to do is this, that, and the other. And then we both look and turn our heads and whoop, pulls up the power guy. Gets up. Nobody talked to him, me or the fire department, not one word. And he pulls up. He's up in his lift going up, you know, 30, 40 feet in the air doing his thing. And so one he, was, he was waiting for it? 100%. He was waiting for it. The fireman pointed that out because the fire department was a half a block from my house. It was, they were literally right there. I was living in a little tiny town, Darrington, Washington, where everything's right there. So he didn't go far. He knew me anyway in the house, a beekeeper. So... They were on it quick when we made the 911 call and then fire department because all the they're volunteers. They're our neighbors. They run from the block away. I and mean, the whole town is like six blocks long. There's not a signal in our town. So I'm getting pointing out it's a little tiny thing. So they're all there like in a minute or two, but couldn't do anything. And then all of a sudden, literally, the power guy pulls around. And, he go, and then he shuffles off with the, I made him stop, got a picture of it, like I said, of the meter before he did. And swapped it out but that wasn't what this was all about it's actually we're talking about so okay well what you can do is yeah i mean i don't know that we're gonna do a whole lot about what 
the the stuff they're doing out there i'll just put it that way um as far as starting all these fires and things just protect yourself as you can and yeah keep keep shungite around you know i mean just look at it from the energy perspective unfortunately yeah i don't i don't i don't have any not that you were you were asking for a specific thing to do but it's it's unfortunate there's there's a lot behind that whole the podcast well not really because played. uh not not to claim make impossible claims but since shanghai corrects the spin of the power to be to be clockwise and to be po positive i bet you that will will block the uh, remote access to the smart meter being a destructive device because you're you're forcing the smart meter to be clockwise therefore uh, if you want to turn it into a destructive device it's not going to re respond because you're you're changing the spin of the energy so in in it of itself this this will disable its destructive capability because the whole thing has is relying on the capability of the signals signals are counterclockwise that's why they they work together you know like the 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 the, the G5 and the and on the smart meter. Now, if you're correcting the spin on the meter, well, guess what? Now the G5 is not going to do anything for it. It's not going to activate it into a destructive device. Oh yeah, and I'm not saying don't do anything. Of course, mm -hmm. I got shungite everywhere. I mean, yeah, walk around, you got a trip over here, and or stickers on every device, or no, yeah. So no, I mean, do all that, but I'm, I mean, I don't. It's just hard thing to talk about. I mean, there's a lot going on, so we all need to keep coming from our perspective, using Shanghai where and anywhere we can. Well, we Sharing had oh, Mark. You'll remember who was it that came on? Cat was a cat. No. Yeah. yeah maybe. Yeah. From who LA was, biogeometrist. Right, and um, she. Well, you want to tell the story? Do you remember it? Um. Oh, go ahead and go with your version. <laughs> I think you okay. Yeah. Well, she li she lived in an area where they put a five G uh, antenna system, and sh she gets into the symptoms that they had immediately once they you know turned the dang thing on. But she was into bio bio what was it what's what's it called biogeometry. Right, and so she was taking this this phone has been ringing. You know, it's like they get your number. And it, they they do it in a, you, certain numbers are called on certain days, and apparently today is my day for being called. I apologize for that. I should have shut it off. Anyway, um, so she's takes a a, a measuring device from this, uh, you know, tr bioengineering type of thing, and tests the five G signal, and it was terrible. And then her boyfriend went back because what did they had they had gone left the property and when they came back he got the headaches and everything so he's really engaged in this and he goes to the their house and brings shungite and they had not filled up the hole that was you know right at the base of this and they threw shungite in there and and i believe it was just shungite nuggets probably three they they knew what they're doing and no maybe they went to nine i don't remember but what happened was that she then took another reading and the uh, the awfulness of the 5G was gone. So, yeah, maybe the thing is the 5G is don't, you can't stop the electricity, but maybe you can stop the 5G that, now, in Derek's case, his malfunction, but in an attack against you, if they need the 5G to engage it, uh, maybe that, maybe, maybe Walt's right. 
I hope he's right. <laughs> but that's <laughs> well, an indication that he is even, right. This is not even it's not even a new idea because this whole thing started way back in the what 2003 2002 when the Don Croft way he was still living and he was he started this gra grassroots movement throughout the entire country where people were throwing organite at the base of cell phone towers because by doing that they were disabling the the uh, door the the door the deadly organ radiation turning it into healthy organ and then the uh, ELFs, the uh, extra long frequency signals, weren't weren't working because they were uh, controlling people with uh, extra low frequency, uh, making it sad, angry, depressed, you know, sleepy. So by by putting down the organite, no, no, the the ELF wouldn't work anymore. So by the, now we're doing it now. The new gifting is Shungite. By gifting Shanghai to these uh, 5G towers, well, the 5Gs are—they're not hurting you anymore, because here you have a person that's actually measuring it, and she's detecting the difference before and after. Yeah, it was at Nine Rocks. So the details of that, um, people can go to CosmicReality.net, the archives page from—I I don't know what was two years ago, maybe, but. Um, the Shanghai Reality Facebook page has, I put it at the top in the announcements so people can get the exact link and date. Um, but Derek, your smart meter, smart sticker, what is, I mean, people can get that and then what would it do compared to like what we had just heard? Um, yeah, that's a good idea. It's, it affects the spin like Walt was saying on there. So no matter what, it's going to keep that. And often you can walk by your power boxes or fuse boxes and just feel it in the air. And I think most people can do that to one degree or another and or hear it and feel it in their ears sort of thing. And that's just a buildup of lots of energies and frequencies in that area. So it'll keep that moving. Like what we're saying, it's the orgone energy. So the, uh, the again, not to use that vague word energies, I'm, I'm talking about a lot of things or so a lot of frequencies, but it moves stuff which is always better than having a stagnant, which is that door energy he was also talking about. Um, so yeah, I would put it on there, but one little caveat, and I'll just put it this way, you can't legally affix anything to your smart meter. You can't you can't block it from view, you can't attach something to it, affix something to it or anything like that, your meter. But you can, and you know, so I'll, just, I'll kind of be vague on that one unless Nancy wants to say something. Um, so that's their, their what they'll tell you out there, but you can put the stickers and things, and I would use a sticker, not a magnet, on your power box or a fuse box or a fuse panel, again, whatever you want to call it, um, and put that there. So that's what I, which is what Mark was just saying about the um, smart sticker. That's what that one was developed for. Um, it has a Shungite and silver in it. So it'll keep things from building up. It's kind of like being in, let's use an odd analogy, but a closed room with a bunch of smelly stuff in there, not good smelly stuff. Well, you want it moving, you want the windows open, you want a fan, but something, get it dissipate. So that's what it'll do. It's kind of like an energy mover or fan, for lack of a better term, for that area. Um, and we're still talking about your power box. So regardless where it is, I would definitely recommend that, the smart sticker and or the scalar one. It, it really depends. It's, but yeah. Okay. Um, so the, the word energy is also... Isn't it uh, bioelectricity, biophotons? Isn't it the same thing? Oh yeah, all of that. And again, we're so limited with the word energies. It's 
It's like saying the word love. Well, you know, how many forms of that is there? It can all be subtle forms. I mean, so it's like, you know, do you love your favorite ice cream like you love your your cat or a child? Or So there's different, you know, ways of describing that. We just have, again, limited vocabulary. But, yeah, it affects all of it in the room. And because Shungite's beneficial or positive, it's going to default into that flow or form of energy. What's best for you? Um, yeah, I think it was the NIH or something like that. I got to find the paper. Um, but the biofield was scientifically proven. I was just looking at this last night. I can't. Oh, your um, biofield, yeah. Yeah, so there is a science paper on it. And um, I've been looking more into it where, so, what was it? So you have these people who are uh, use biosensors and can do, um, what do you call it? Uh, uh, wireless remote surgery, um, knowing that the biofield has been scientifically proven and it goes into black projects. So I did post about that in the Shungai Facebook group. There's a thing about um, the whole thing of, of, of accessing the biofield and uh, messing with people. I mean, TI's targeted individual thing. So, um, and, and so the person who was posting on that, Sabrina Wallace, uh, it's uh, called Synergy, uh, PSI. Uh, energy on on Odyssey that um, Shungite is one of their main uh, things to do as far as uh, defense and 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 increasing your biofield practice. Does she speak of consent? Because the biofield is conscious, and and if you're not agreeing to something, it's not going to happen. It's not accidental. The biofield is not accidental. It doesn't happen accidentally. If if you get affected by something, is at some level you consented to it, even by the act of being afraid of it, that's a consent. Because you agreed that it's powerful enough to hurt you, that's your consent. That fear is all it needs. So that consent is critical to not, you know, that's how you not, that's how you not get things to affect you. <laughs> yeah, there seems to be a commonality with, um, uh, ritual abuse victims and and TIs where some kind of contract was made because it, that uh, that frame and context I don't think was brought into I mean obviously they don't want that happening to them um, but well can you go get more into that that whole thing with consent and, and maybe contracts or or signing up for something you don't like yeah well the 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 problem with uh, the concept of con contracts is uh, the human language is that in our human language, somebody says the word contract, oh, immediately, instantly, in their brain, you'll see either one piece of paper or a whole leaf stack of papers, because that's a, that's a, in your mind, that's what a contract looks like. A contract looks like a bunch of papers, and it's got signatures, and it's got tongue, it's got seals, and it's got, you know, all the elements of a legal document. Well, I, that's a, the definition of a legal document, but it's not what a contract looks like, if anything, because a contract is the agreement between two parties to something, either something destructive to one of them or positive, but it, it has to be that agreement. You have to be in agreement to something. What people don't realize is when you explain them this concept of the of the contract, okay, it's not a piece of paper. If I if I say to you, hey, watch what you're doing. 
and you and you freeze even though I'm not even speaking to you and you're 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 freeze because I, I spoke to you loud loud voice and I told you not to stop what you're doing uh, well that's it you consented to you can you're in agree you agreed that I have the power to either bring you physical hurt or I had the power to stop you so that's it that, that, that that's all that was needed that's why the consent it, it was but if I had said, hey, what are you doing? And then you, you don't even pay attention to what I'm saying or doing. That's it. I had no effect over you. Nothing. No contract. You, you, don't, you, don't, you didn't believe that I could do anything. So nothing happens. So that's what happens. Accessing, you know, giving consent to a contract is a lot simpler than just putting your signature on a piece of paper. You give your consent just by your attitude, by... You, you, if you have, for example, one way of giving consent to anything is your belief system. You believe that uh, on this, or you can believe that this is happening, or you can believe this, this, this can hurt you, or this person can hurt you, or this law can hurt you. That's it. Every everything that you're everything that you're believing, you're signing a contract on it because you believe that it's doable. How many times people uh, say to do something and and you say no, sorry, I don't believe that. No, no, and nothing happens. You don't get hurt. You don't. Nothing falls on your head. Not, nothing happens. Well, you had no belief on it, therefore it had no effect on you. And if you pay attention, to, you know, if we we're looking at the story of this whole scandemic and how the cabal is working on it, everything is uh, is built based on contract. Because if you pay attention, they can do nothing against us as a group unless we agree to it. And the more we remove our agreement, the more we reject our, our, our the contracts, the less power they have. But the more that you believe, oh, this 5G is incredible. It's all powerful. It can, they can destroy you in an instant. Well, that, that's it. You already signed the contract. You believe that they're going to destroy you. And yeah, it's going to happen. Because that's what you agreed on, but the, it's more complicated than that because of the five levels of consciousness. You know, we have the super consciousness, we have the consciousness, we have the, the subconsciousness, and sometimes our our beliefs are not in agreement. Like we can believe wholeheartedly at the conscious level that yeah. I want to buy that car. I know I can buy that car, whatever, but it doesn't happen. Well, no, at the subconscious level, you absolutely don't believe you can buy it. And the subconscious never falls asleep. So if the subconscious believes you, you cannot buy that car, it, it's not going to happen. So this, this, is a, this is where our consciousness has to come into agreement, all three of them, so that <laughs> we can get some okay. work done. Sorry about uh, that. We'll have, no, 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 that was perfect. I think you answered his question, but we'll talk more about that on uh, Cosmic Reality tonight. Uh, did he answer your question, Mark? Oh, yeah, big time. Thank you. Okay, excellent. Derek, you want to say goodnight or pass on last message or Jalissa? No, no more messages, but thank you, everybody, for being here. Yeah, thank you, everyone. It was great. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Okay. Um, Walt, you want to say adios? Thank you for the invite, and thank you very much, everybody. Take care. Have a super day. And thank you. Appreciate you much. Tomorrow is a replay, and um, it's from Cyrus Parsa, and it's back from, I think, 2020. But it's really a 
I didn't understand it when I first heard it back then when we, we interviewed him. But um, now I, you know, it's like, oh, gosh, everything he was telling us is, is actually happening. So tomorrow, Radio 5G, Cosmic Reality, later tonight at 6 Eastern Time. I thank you all for being here. And, um, well, we'll just see you next time. You have been listening to the Shanghai Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for being here. Be safe.